Welcome to We Healing Now, a podcast hosted by two Black women that are also creative scholars in love. We created this podcast as an inspirational healing space for all diasporas. We hope you enjoy, laugh, and learn something new. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) It's Jasmine. It's P Dollars. We back and we better. It's been a little minute, but we're going to be consistent. Yes, we will in the future. Starting now. Exactly. Welcome to episode four. Today's episode is called... Healing through hashtags. Mm-mm. And um, instead of like an affirmation to begin this beautiful podcast off with, we will be doing a little thing I found on Pinterest. It said it's a nice quote. I don't know if it's true or not, but it's here. So I'm going to just spit it because it sounds cute anyway. Okay. <laughs> I am black. I am capable of anything. My imagination gives me wings. Whatever we think of manifests to the real. The plan is to wake up. Because time reveals. Boom. Drop the mic. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was um full of magical gems. Yeah. And and definitely necessary for, you know, this the, time. the conversation we're going to be having. And definitely this time, too. I'm icy when I pick stuff out. Are you? Yes. I, okay. All right. I'll kind of <laughs> All right. <laughs> you definitely are. So we'll start off with the first question. I guess P can do the next one. I'll go first because I'm an ace. Um, so, <laughs> so how has times changed with the influence of technology? So our our idea today is, you know, we're talking about hashtags and, you know, we're in the information age, but we're definitely in a crazy technology age. Like mm-hmm. we literally grew up in a place where we didn't have cell phones. We was chirping on the Boost Mobile. We literally had the sidekicks. Like, we've literally seen technology influence. My mom had a pager. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like, literally, we've literally transformed and transcended, like, so much time. Mm-hmm. So, I think... Literally, it's changed the way we look at life, the way we see life, the way we see black life, the way we see black death. Like, we literally have grown into a space where, like, it is, I would never say it's normal, but it's normal to, you know, it's, I guess it's conventional to Mm -hmm. open your phone and see a black body die. And that's what I was about to say. It's almost as if we are, it's almost normalized to see black bodies on tv mm-hmm. like to watch black people die yeah like it's normalized you which is i never thought about that before that's kind of painful to say yeah but yeah and we're, we're healing um different times and different avenues i feel like like mm-hmm. we were getting over the traumas of our parents having to assimilate mm-hmm. and what that meant for black professionalism but now like we literally will be able to like and may his soul rest in peace, but Philando Castile's daughter will be able to turn on her phone and see her father die. Mm-hmm, she's, mm-hmm. She probably has an active memory of it because, mm-hmm. um, you know, trauma does trigger those experiences. But even if she doesn't, mm-hmm. she can literally Google that experience and right. see that. Yeah. And I think, like, you know, in the civil rights era, it was like, you know, Emmett Till was a huge, like, 
outburst of that experience. Mm-hmm. And, you know, his mom said, I want to keep the casket open so they can see what they did to my baby. Right. And it was, I feel like it was such a revolutionary experience, you know, because she she grew him, yeah. you know. So it's like, it's so sad. But then now it's like, we we don't even have the choice to say, I'm going to upload this. Yeah. Or we don't have the choice to say, this is what we want to see. Yeah. It's like, this is so apparent. Yeah. And I think it's really starting to desensitize a lot of people to mm-hmm. black death. Mm-hmm. Like, like just like, like propaganda, like mm-hmm. black people die. But I feel like it's almost always been that way because of the lynchings. Lynchings were a public event. Mm. The whole community, these... Mm, gotta watch my mouth on the podcast. <laughs> people would really like be picnicking, like, bringing food and snacks and selling popcorn and shit at the luncheons. Yeah, Yeah. taking pictures, taking Mm. pieces of the body away. Yeah. It was an event. It was like going to see a movie. Yeah. And that in itself is just a a very, like, you really got to process that. That's sick. Like, we, one of my race and ethnicity classes, this man showed... A five-minute video. First of all, we we didn't need five minutes of a lynching video. Yeah. But he he showed a five-minute video of, like, lynching. Yeah. And it's like, you don't even think about how this is affecting. Triggering. Yeah, mm-hmm. I really had to leave the room. Yeah. Like, you you watch your white counterparts, and they literally were watching the video yeah. as if it was, like... Entertaining. Love masculine. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. just something that you just, like... But mm-hmm. they're so desensitized mm-hmm. and removed and detached mm-hmm. from the experience. I think now people are using this as a form of like, um, they think it's evidence. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm taking this video. This should be evidence. Yeah. But how many bodies have, how many hashtags have we seen yeah. where we have watched the recording yeah. and nothing Nothing's happened? been done, right. For sure. So I, I think... Um, I think trigger warnings are so important yeah. when we do these things. Yeah. Um, I think it's so. I think it's important. That's it, a good point. Yeah. To like even when you're posting things, writing trigger warnings. Yeah, just especially so during know. this time. Yeah. Because it's so it's so consistent on our timelines now. Mm-hmm. I ain't seen too many TikToking yeah. videos as of recently. So it's like literally everything is a protest. It's a civil rights movement quote flashback tbt something so mm-hmm. yeah i definitely agree with you yeah and sometimes you know as activists i think there was a time where i didn't realize how like how graphic these images could be because mm-hmm. you just thinking like yo i just want to get this out here mm-hmm. i want people to know mm-hmm. i want people to know that like you know my community is hurting right yeah. now but it's like sometimes it hurts us more to do those things mm-hmm. than for white people to ingest what is actually happening because yeah. then at, at a point in time they literally i'm i like i really do believe in the passing on of things yeah. they literally have that idea passed on to them that yeah. you know we took pictures we did these things yeah. but you know they don't want to talk about it but it and in all honesty those behaviors are passed on yeah. generationally and i think that's why it's really hard for white people to really like understand or kind of relate to our experience because they're like huh Mm -hmm. like they're to them there's like maybe you know i have a black friend or have Mm -hmm. this person but i i need to have something close to me Mm -hmm. just to see somebody die like we're Mm -hmm. really i didn't think it would ever be so political that to say black lives matter Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah 
But it's all a basis of fear. Yeah. To me. That's just like when the Black Panther Party came out. I feel like the government was like, oh no. Mm-hmm. Black Panther Party was not a terrorist group let's, at all. Let's, let's talk but about just it. because they had the right to bear arms, they practiced that right. They were feeding the community. Mm-hmm. We were basically the start of WIC, mm-hmm. period. Yeah. White man stole that. Come on. Come on. But nonetheless, same thing. Black Lives Matter. Oh, that has to be a terrorist group. Oh, that's something to be scared of. Yeah. It's sad. And even with that hashtag, like, it's it's healing because mm-hmm. we know that that we know that to be true. Yeah. But then all the black the backlash, like, yeah. oh, all lives matter yeah. or, or blue lives matter. Yeah. And in honesty, we're not saying all black lives have to matter for all lives to matter. Yes, yeah. But it's like that even concept. Right. It's it's strange for people. Right, right. right. And I I really think it's scary. Yeah, like it is scary. When you really sit down and think about the political statement of a black life. Mm-hmm. But we're so we're like we're so they need us. Yes. Like when we were talking um early on the IG live our our dollar is yeah. so important. Yeah. Our vote is so important. Yeah. Our love is so important. Our culture is so important. Yeah. Like there's nothing that people are taking away from us mm-hmm. because they find value in it. Yeah. So yeah. I think, you know, even if they don't credit us, it's it's really like hashtags are are trying we're we're trying to credit people, mm-hmm. but because we're we're saying say her name, we don't want to we don't want to forget these people. Yeah. But it's like, how many hashtags will we will we see in our lifetime? Yeah, it's already been too many. Absolutely, it's already been too many for sure. Um, so I guess we can just go on to the next question because I don't think I have anything for for the for the first question. Um, I guess the one thing I could add is just simply that. It's just really, it's strange to be in a time where literally something is happening. Like, have you been noticing, I feel like since quarantine, Facebook has been doing the whole breaking news yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's like, in me, I've always strayed away from the news just because mm-hmm. I find it to be a little stressful and chaotic. Mm-hmm. But it's like, wow, you get the news on Facebook now. Yeah. <laughs> so that, I feel like that definitely has changed in terms of the influence of technology. And even the situation that happened with George George Floyd, then we found out the same day. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's wild. All of this To find out the information the same exact day that it happened. you're in a different time. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was wild for me. So, it's just like, wow, this was all so fresh, so new. Mm-hmm. And it's like the world was just shaking and moving fast. So, yeah. And we were just running with Ahmad. Yeah, right. And we were right. just hashtagging Breonna yes. Taylor. Like, yeah. I think that concept, and there's so many names that go unsaid. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know what sparks the movement for this particular person, mm-hmm. but like, and and it is political because, mm-hmm. you know, we are seeing the intersections of black women mm-hmm. and us really promote, like, how do we promote a hashtag with a black man's name versus a black woman's name and how we're donating to GoFundMes. Like, mm-hmm. George Floyd, I think it was like, they got like three mil. They three were only mil. asking for one point five. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, Ahmad Ahmad Arbor, he mm-hmm. um, he got mm-hmm. he got one one um mil, mm-hmm. and then Brianna Taylor was at four hundred and fifty thousand, mm-hmm. which is a a large amount of money. Yeah. But we have to be really critically conscious to think like, what what is different about these people? Yeah, and it in essence, Brianna Taylor's none of her her murderers have been. 
like even like yeah, charge. charge. Yeah. So I think um Do like, they have hers on video though? No. I don't think so. I'm I'm not saying that gives any disclaimer or any excuse as to why it hasn't happened, but I definitely do think video has something to do with it. Not to say it automatically, but I, I so I was watching this live the other day mm-hmm. and she was just talking about something as simple as marketing products. Kind of going on a side note right here. Mm-hmm. But she was basically saying like, you know, I have my clients always asking me, how can I get more clients? How can I get more sales? How can I get more traction via Instagram? She was like, you know, y'all take pictures with your products. That's cute. But people want to see videos. They mm-hmm. want to. It, we're just in a time where people really love videos. Mm-hmm. So I feel like thinking about that idea, not to say if it's true or false. I do feel like it is true, though. But just me personally. But I think that could have something to do with it, at mm-hmm. least in terms of the the um, I feel like videos seeing action. It's like a movie. Yeah. It in, it encourages emotion in you um, to hear the story. It's like, OK, but to see the story, it like I feel like sometimes for certain people, it can just switch on a light switch and then mm-hmm. automatically you're enraged and you want to do something about it now. But I definitely do think it's unfortunate um, I've been trying my best to like average, like post about Brianna Taylor as much as possible because it is an unfortunate situation. But I think because people just heard the plot, not nah, hate to make it sound like a story, but just heard the story of what happened, mm-hmm. but have not actually seen something. Whereas versus George Floyd and Ahmaud Arbery, both of them were videotaped. Mm-hmm. That that actually makes a lot a yeah. lot of sense too, because but it's sad that it even has to why yeah. why can't the the story alone just be enough. Yeah. 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 I, I think I never thought about the influence of like we seeing a picture or we seeing a person mm-hmm. rather than we see the actual experience like play out. Mm-hmm. But the video should be there, you know, because police are body required cams. to have body cams, right. but they turn them off. Mm-hmm. They do all of these things. Mm-hmm. So it's like the systematic injustice is really institutional yes. when it comes to like that experience yes. in particular. But I think like. We're we're just starting. We're getting into a space where we're starting to like really understand things through hashtags. Yeah. Because even even with the Sora, I don't not remember her name. Yeah. She she like her experience. Like once we start to hashtag experiences, it's like you can literally press the hashtag and look at all the posts. Yep. What, yeah, have find I out all the details yeah. and everything? Yeah. Have I done that? I'm not really sure. Mm. But like, you I feel said, like I do it. Mm, yeah. That's interesting. And and like you said too, like Facebook is like doing a live broadcast. Mm-hmm. Like I learned a lot of things through Twitter. Like mm-hmm. Twitter is really like yeah. It's real like it. It used to be funny. Like it used to have some comedy to it. Yeah. But literally, like you really understand people's political space. Mm-hmm. You understand a lot of things. You can literally search a word, and like it'll pop up with like basically like um in the same like aspect of Instagram but mm-hmm. it is words and I feel like I'm a word kind of person. Yeah. But um your president he be he still tweeting so Don't do that. <laughs> you still can kind of see like you you literally see how important the information age is. Like mm-hmm. he we we hear him not hear him say things. We read him say things mm-hmm. before we hear him say things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's like even a just a juxtaposition of Obama like mm-hmm. He was not tweeting. Mm-mm, not at all. But his press secretary probably created an experience where, like, you really can't tweet. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, you have to be, you have to be perfect. He probably had different standards for him. Yeah. yeah. 
But he, my man. A Trump a white man with a whole lot of money. Mm. He can do whatever he wants, especially sitting in that seat. Whatever. At least that's what he thinks. And I feel mm. like that's what the people around him. He sets the precedent as if he can. So. Yeah. That's just what it looks like. That's why he be talking crazy on Twitter. Yeah. And, and the thing is, he has such a large following base. Yeah. Like, he is the president of the quote-unquote free world. Yeah. So, not only is Twitter open to, like, the United States, but mm-hmm. it's open globally. Yeah. And I know they're looking, like, people are looking at America now like, this your man's bro? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like they've been looking at him like that. <laughs> Especially now, it's even worse. But but I feel like America always get that type of vibe. When Bush was here, I'm sure people had stuff to say about you know Obama. Now, yeah, bless his heart. Mm. But it's always like that. I feel like America just, and I feel like it largely has to do with the systematic racism of this country. America, I feel like America should always be getting a side eye because yeah. it's just <laughs> it's just way. It's so unfortunate. Um, I think it was, I cannot remember the young lady's name, but her video really went viral when she was speaking out against the injustices um, of George Floyd. But her saying, like, you know, this. Taylor? I think something along those lines. But the fact that she was saying, you know, this is supposed to be the land of the free. This Mm -hmm. is supposed to be, you know, but we were the ones that built this country. And you're saying that we looting you. We learn this from you. Exactly. And it's just like, it's so sad that after all of these years, it's just still the same exact way. And that people are still responding in a way of, why would you be doing this? It's yep. like, why would I not be doing yep. this? This is no different than like how we saw the young man carrying the um the a man was lynched yesterday. So mm-hmm. it's literally no different than those type of situations. Yeah. And like you said, people like you learn through your predecessor. Yeah. Like white people really try to sweep history under the yes, rug. Yes. And it's and like, make it seem like stuff is sweet. Yeah. Yes. But but you're you're constantly talking about what black people have done. Like, even talking about protesting, it's like, if this is peaceful, nonviolent, we're talking about MLK. Um, I was thinking today, like, that wasn't even peaceful. People were getting spit on. People were getting things thrown at them. They were getting hosed. Like, from a black perspective, like, black people, black people were trying to be as peaceful as possible. But, but, but that's there was always a lot of violence yeah, being brought to them. So yeah. is this even a peaceful, nonviolent experience? Exactly. It's not. Exactly. It's not. Yeah, they like to play the blame game. Mm, yeah. <laughs> um. So do we want to do... Yeah, so we've really been talking about it. Like, how hashtags are, like, really affecting us personally. Yeah. I think every time a new hashtag comes out, it hurts. Yes, it does. It does. And um, I think even when we, like, did the Blackout Tuesday, like, when people were hashtagging Black Lives Matter and it was, like, basically the link was blank. Yeah. By the end of the night, yeah. it was full. Yeah. So it was, like, like the power of, like, transition. Like, yeah. things can change within, like, within a 24-hour, yeah, 12-hour. if we all hour. on the same page. Yeah. And I feel like mm-hmm. that was one one of the times where I feel like black people really, like, we were Thank a collective. God. Thank God. And I feel like that's where we are now. Yeah. Like, we are, we're experiencing a collective experience. Yes, a unified experience. Exactly. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people are posting, like, we're not outnumbered. We're out, we're out organized. But I wouldn't mm-hmm. even believe that we're out organized. Yeah. It's just like we literally have a system in place that yeah. really does not. It wasn't made for us. It's mm-hmm. never going to work for us. Mm-hmm. So until and we were dismantled from the beginning. Exactly. And we had that conversation. Like I was just so hard to the systematic way of how we were brought here. Divide families were divided. Yeah. 
and then divide it again and then mm-hmm. divide it again and divide it again. It just it's it's tough, but I definitely do agree with you. I think that day we did manage to get it all on board and to mm-hmm. be on the same page. Uh, next step for everybody in the black community, we are not celebrating uh Fourth of July. Yeah, listen, <laughs> and that one, I'm not... Juneteenth, everybody, Juneteenth. Yeah, that one won't hurt a little bit, not because you know I celebrate like Fourth of July, like Independence, but my grandfather, like he's a huge hunter. He loves like hunting. Every Fourth of July, he like shoots a pig we roast a pig and like that's one of the one times where like our family is all together people travel from other places but listen we're gonna protest it because we we just have to at this Mm -hmm. point we could we could do it on juneteenth like exactly but it's the same thing it's i really feel like for certain holidays for me it's about taking back what's rightfully mine and not celebrating something because this is what america stands for and a lot of the things that america stands for as we've already discussed, is is like it's like blood mm-hmm. with some sugar on top. Mm-hmm. It's like this is a really bad idea. We're really doing this for all the immoral reasons, but we're gonna make this shit real sweet, yeah. and we're gonna put some icing on it. We're gonna make you think it's fine, yeah. and we're just gonna celebrate because we're just gonna remember the good benefits of it, like Thanksgiving. Sorry if we offend anybody. Um, but <laughs> but Thanksgiving made off the massacre of Native Americans, yep. natural people of this land. Mm-hmm. But we're gonna celebrate because this is a time for us to all come together yep. and you know give thanks. And I seriously doubt them pilgrims and Indians was um eating together. Yep. The Native Americans was eating together. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but you know brainwashing is real. Domestication yeah. is real, <laughs> and it's yeah. a hard thing to shake. But I mean, it's it's. I believe that the idea of gratitude can be celebrated on any day, mm-hmm. Indigenous day, mm-hmm. other days, every day. Mm-hmm. That does not have to be that day. But, you know, it's all a process. But I definitely think Juneteenth would be a big start. And I feel like if you are going to celebrate July 4th, why not celebrate Juneteenth, which is a day specifically for you and for that of your ancestors? Mm-hmm. You can't do... I feel like if you if you not just... If you still want to do 4th of July, you, you should still do Juneteenth. Yeah. It's vital. And I definitely don't think people are brought up to celebrate Juneteenth. I never knew what Juneteenth was, I don't think, until like maybe high school. And my yeah. mother, my family never celebrated anything like that. But I feel like it's so essential. Why not? Yeah. Why and, not? and we're creating experiences. Like the, the greatest part about all these things is that like we're creating things for our generation. Mm-hmm. But then we're creating generations to come. Mm-hmm. Like literally, we're going to celebrate Juneteenth every mm-hmm. year. Our children are going to be like, yo, this is the idea that I have. Mm-hmm. Like, we're celebrating Juneteenth, mm-hmm. and then it's gonna just be a it perpetual. It becomes normal, exactly. And I think that's the thing. It should be when we start. It's important for us to begin to normalize things that are healthy mm-hmm. in Black communities. Mm-hmm. Like for sure. we, we have, we have a like collective normalized trauma mm-hmm. where it's like, and that's where we connect, and that's where we like really function in mm-hmm. our spaces. But you know, even even the space of we we're talking about healing, we're talking about being vulnerable, we're talking about all these things that are very unconventional in black mm-hmm. communities and black families like the this experience in itself is just breaking down barriers for our our children our grandchildren to really be comfortable in their black identity and for them to know who they are mm-hmm. and and be happy to know who they are yeah. you know a lot of self-hate does perpetuate mm-hmm. and it perpetuates through generations it perpetuates mm-hmm. through families and i think it, it it's just very important for us to like just like create a space of healing mm-hmm. and create new 
thought processes, new identities. New traditions. New traditions. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that in itself would really, um, it'll really heal a lot of the injustices that we have. Even mm-hmm. buying black. Mm-hmm. If we start to buy black and we, you know, we find it to be necessary, mm-hmm. our kids won't even think not to buy black. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. this is something I've always seen. Mm-hmm. But the reason why, you know, we're not really buying black is because our parents, you always hear them say something bad about a black business. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, oh, them black people don't X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. Or we just going to go here. But mm-hmm. it's like... What are, like what are you in turn really like doing to development when you mm-hmm. say those things? I Nothing, know. not a damn thing. Just chatting. You <laughs> mad because it was a little late. Yep. Or, or even if it, even you think you gotta pay a higher price, it's yeah. like you wouldn't ask a white man to not nope. pay this price. Yeah. Exactly. So why are you asking your brother or sister exactly. to do the same thing? Exactly. Yeah. And I I think those perpetual norms that like we've created is mm-hmm. like I know this. this I know this white man do X, Y, and Z, but they gonna do this right. Like mm-hmm, I'm sure mm-hmm. a black person would do it right too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. And you you're going out of your way mm-hmm. to find a white person to do this yeah. this thing. Yeah. I think for me, like I'm really like trying to intentionally buy black. Yeah. Like me too. During this time, but then right. after this time yeah, as well. Forever. Forever. Yeah. If I can buy like I'm there are definitely black owned business directories out there. Mm-hmm. But I was talking to um a lady the other day and she was like you know i realized i need to buy some panties and i was like you know what i usually buy my panties from victoria's secret i said damn it i can't do that no more yeah i said what black lady out here selling panties now right. i gotta look for a black woman that's selling panties not the resale though not the not not the one at the um flea market <laughs> <laughs> what you mean what they victoria's secret i can't buy them so you go but but you're buying it from them so you buy a black but what if she stole them <laughs> is that really is that really me buying it from them look i know people that used to run in malls steal stuff and yeah. people like victoria's secret and bath and body Works. certain malls they're not supposed to chase after you so. <laughs> so a lot of people would just go steal stuff and then they resell it so, so you're buying black at that point i respect that. yeah i feel like at that point that almost counts right <laughs> yeah it... i like victoria's secret draws they nice they feel nice but i'd be happy to buy from a black person but it's just just like this this is why i feel like especially in this point in time of quarantine if you have a passion honey please yes, pursue Lord. it yes. please if you feel like all you can do is sew up one pair of panties right now and it's just one design and you got five pair hustle that thing baby it don't yeah. gotta be perfect somebody may love it just the way it is somebody may love it just because a black person did it yeah. like i follow this young lady um she's like a relative of one of my close friends and um i've always like loved her vibe and everything but she's like, she makes these resin, I think I'm saying the right word, coasters. It looked like real cool, like, jemmy type. It looked yeah, like almost a resin like crystal. Beat. Yeah, something like that. So it looks like, it looks like a gem type, like a crystal type of coaster thing. But I love them. She posted them things. And I said, oh my God, this is so cute. I quickly DM'd her. I was like, this is so beautiful. She was like, yeah, I'm thinking about like making them. She was just having fun because she was like, I guess just bored during quarantine, just trying to explore some things. And she was like, um, you know, I'm going to start selling them once I perfect them. But in my mind, I was like, you know, I ain't want to mess up a vibe of flow with it because I understand. But in my mind, I was like, girl, I buy that as is. I thought mm. it was lovely. But, um, but like I was saying, I think it's just so important in order for us to recycle the black dollar and invest in each other i think it's also important for black people to step out of fear Mm -hmm. put their fear to the side bury that shit Mm -hmm. and follow your dreams and don't think any market to be oversaturated 
Don't think you are you. You have yeah. your own unique story. You can sell the same thing as sis around the corner. But if I like your vibration better, I'm buying from you, period. And that's mm-hmm. nothing against sis around the corner because maybe Paris loves sis around the corner. And that is okay. That is more than okay. But black business is so important right now. So whatever you can do, y'all. And if y'all need some tips on some black businesses, you know, hit me and Paris up. We know a lot of creatives. We'll put it in the show notes. We'll get you yeah, some. Yeah, we can put some stuff in the show notes. Yeah, we can start posting some too. I think yeah. that would be really good. But I know a black toothbrush company. Yeah. I know people, black people who sell toothpaste, like everything. I'm trying to get the deodorant on lock. Mm-hmm. Next thing, I'm about to start making some lotions. I know soap I can order from this black lady. Like all of that. Like yeah. it's so, so essential. We have to stop building these corporations up more and more. We have to stop taking care of their kids because yep. that's what we doing sending mm-hmm. their kids to college for free they grandkids they grandkids we our families done did enough for them trust <laughs> families done mm-hmm. did more than enough breast we built this whole breast come on don't start <laughs> cook for them come on come on sitting up here making them good old pork chops and Listen. bacon sandwiches meanwhile we eating some nasty old chitlins mm. not no offense to nobody who like chitlins ain't nothing wrong with chitlins but that's the insides of a pig we got the scraps yeah meanwhile they sitting up there eating good in that big house we done our families done did more than enough for mm-hmm. them it's time for us to do for us and to keep it that way yeah they can't burn down people's uh you know normal you know, we don't have towns like we used to back then, I feel like. And the times are just different. We can protect ourselves a lot more. Yeah. Like, you hear about Tulsa and yep. Rosewood and stuff like that, how, like, they burned everything down. They don't have the power to do that now. We way too strong and way too... And we're at a whole different level of freedom than we were back then. Yeah. So we have to do what we have to do to protect and build upon our own. Yeah. Very vital. And generational wealth, like, it really is the key. Like, Jay-Z, yeah. Jay-Z spit, spit some fire on 444, but... It, it's really essential that we start to like think of our our black experiences, mm-hmm. our black families, the way that other cultures think of it. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a reason why like like white white people are thriving. Yep. They Jewish stu- people, yeah. Asian people, are they thriving. keep it in a certain yeah. like circle. They like, keep it in the family. Yeah. yeah, everybody, everybody. Like, not to. I know this by fact, but when I was working in Baltimore, um, I was working for the housing authority and a lot of the landlords were Jewish, but a lot of them, the people that were working for them were their cousins, their brothers, fathers, sons, wives. They even had their wives, y'all. Wives would be the secretaries, the one plugging in information, doing stuff for them. I know wives who were pregnant, like yeah. with twins working from home for their husband full time, no games, not playing. But was it really for their husband? Like, if we operate outside of a patriarchal experience, that's yeah. a family. Like, that's yeah, the dynamic. That's how we all, we eat all are right. eating. We all are take like True. we all are taken care of. I True. think that's a level of like trust that we really, you know, we we really do need to acquire. Yes. But like when we start to really think about it, like you know, they all like they like live together in the yeah. same neighborhoods they did the same things like yeah. yo your kid need an internship i got them yeah. like i was literally on a podcast today shout out to after dinner conversations and and, and Corey, mike and um steven because they they really they really dropped some gems today but it's like when we think about it like we're really gonna be in places where we know really we know great people yeah oh you need this kind of internship Man, call your uncle yeah. or call your aunt or call this person because, you know, we've grown up like 
we've grown with them through our college experiences, through, you know, a, a, a life, like having lifelong friends. Like I always saw like, you know, being pre-med. I didn't know anybody that was doctors. Mm-hmm. But you see people come in, their dad's doctor, their cousins are doctors, their neighbor's a doctor or something. Yeah. So they always had an opportunity to mm-hmm. shadow. They had an opportunity to like just understand what that dynamic looked like before they put themselves all the way into that experience. Yeah. But it's like that like that plethora of like, you know, great black people, like great creative, just allowing like, you know, that space for that next generation to be like what you know about X, Y, and Z? And mm-hmm. it's like, you know what? I don't know much about that, but I know somebody that does. Yeah. Like the, the, it's not what you know. It's really who you know. Yeah. And like Jasmine was saying, having the entire family, when we open this birthing center, the babies, <laughs> <laughs> listen, they are like, working. we, we don't, we ain't no, jan- you a janitor today. <laughs> Wash that tub Wash out. Wash that tub out. Oh my God, this is crazy. <laughs> are you hungry? Because, and it, it shows like, not only that, you know, we're looking out as a family, mm-hmm. but like we really care about birth work, you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. for our kids to be like, oh, no, nah, I ain't going to do this. You care about the people that's birthing this nation, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Get down there and clean that yeah, floor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now we were going to actually pay you. Yeah. Now we're not paying yeah. you anything. And now you really need to reflect on this experience because mm-hmm. come on. But I think like just showing up for each other, that means a lot. Like, mm-hmm. and you know, we're talking about, you know, putting our black dollar, doing these things. But you can also share posts. You yes, can... it's free things that you can do. Because I'm just saying, some, like, somebody hit me up about artwork today. And they were like, you know, I would really love to do a portrait of you. And I said, look, brother, I really appreciate that. But I'm currently building my money mm-hmm. up. <laughs> yep. And, you know, investing into my own empires at this moment. Um, I was like, but, you know, I thank you so much. And I wish you the best of luck in all your future endeavors. I feel like even sharing positivity with yeah. other people. Just, you know, saying I wish you the best of luck with everything. I hope everything goes was beautiful for you like you said you know sharing their posts and then tagging them in their posts yeah. so that they know that you shared it mm-hmm. um things like that really make a, a world of difference if you buy from them give them a review let yeah. them know wow you know i really appreciated their um i really appreciated your product or service and even if you didn't like it even if you thought something could be improved let them know yeah, i'm an entrepreneur where i like feedback i mm-hmm. want to know like i was talking to a young lady today and she was like you know do you have other products and i'm like what type of product you're looking for yeah <laughs> listen honey i can make it happen what's up yeah so it's like having conversations like that is just really so so helpful yeah and putting each other on too like you know shout out to mike you know we wrote the second book um i know he's a a fantastic writer i'm like bro you writing a forward i didn't even ask him but it's like it gives people spaces because this is my second book and i'm getting comfortable in the publishing world the writing world you is so it's like yeah, that's true that's <laughs> true so it's like let me put somebody else on yeah. and it's going to spark that that space for him yeah. so when he's ready to write his his first book you know yeah. it's like somebody gave me the opportunity yeah. somebody that looks like me somebody that loves me like I think that is most important. Like we could, it goes a long way to say, yo, I really like that. Yeah. But even like my, my book covers, I always have black people, you know, create the, the, um, the artwork, the artwork for me. I keep the artwork. I'm always, I'm always grateful for the experience. And I'm yeah. always like trying to find that, like that up and coming artist yeah. because Picasso was an up and coming artist 
during one time. Mm-hmm. And I feel like once we start to like put money back into our community, mm-hmm. our artists will be in those spaces mm-hmm. where they are thriving mm-hmm. and they're rich. And it's it is going to be like, I feel like it's going to be so great for us mm-hmm. when like we have these paintings in our home and we're like, yo, I really knew this person like when they were coming up yeah. and now look at like all the great work that they're doing. Yeah. So I think is you know it's really important to really like just feed into people because you never know what that damn I really like that or that that text message that went far or even like every time my book is getting distributed somebody else's like artwork is getting distributed as well yeah, yeah. so I really I really think like it's so important for us to do business together yeah. and do a bit do business out of love like I yeah. think. Black people were based in love. Yeah. I think our business should be based in love. Yeah. Like people like don't mix business with pleasure. Yeah. Why wouldn't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why wouldn't I go into business with yeah. my wife? Yeah. Like if we really trust each other on that on that authentic level, yeah. I'd be a fool. Yeah, I'd be sure. a fool not to invest in like in her dreams. Her she invests in my dreams right. because we really like we really built for this. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like. Sometimes people feel like it's a competition. Like, mm. oh, well, you know, if I invest in them, then they get bigger than me. Then what does that mean? But mm. I'm at the sideline rooting. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to be a housewife. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I, I think uh, oh, I think it's really important for black people to get out of the idea that we are in competition with each other. There yeah. is no competition. Nope. You are divinely and specifically made mm-hmm. by a divine creator. Yeah. They're strategically made for a very strategic and specific purpose. Yeah. I may sell skincare products. And I know other people that sell skincare products. But the way I do it and the way that somebody else does it is different. Mm-hmm. That's it. And like I said before, sometimes people will just buy stuff off of you because of your aura. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people will support you just because from where you're from. Yeah. Like, I, um, I have a girl that I know in Baltimore... Real dope girl. We've never been OD type, but we've always just had mad respect and love for each other. She was selling lip gloss. I don't even. I wear lip gloss, but I already had some lip gloss. But I was like, yo, I'm about to buy this lip gloss from Shorty because she from Baltimore. Like, yeah. I love my city, and for and for women to be coming up in Baltimore and really try to do legit businesses, really yeah. want more for themselves. That's hard for a lot of women in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. It's very tough because a lot of women. I'm not trying to be funny, but it's. They just not built in that way. Baltimore will tear you down. and It mess with your whole mind frame. It make you think you can't work for yourself. Mm-hmm. But for her to be like, nah, I'm doing it. Like, I'm going to do it and I'm going to be popping with it. Her advertising is A1. Mm-hmm. Um, and I support her just straight off the strength of that. But it has to be all love. Um, you know, I definitely feel like you have to protect your energy in terms of people that you work with. But it's really simple. If the vibe don't feel right, it don't feel right and walk away. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. But if... But don't always be quick to just write stuff off as like, oh, I'm just not going to do it. I don't want nobody to steal my shine, so I'm not going to do it. Because you being jealous, you being envious, you being in your own fear of you not being able to win, that's going to make you hurt regardless in any space. Even if you continue to work by yourself. You being fearless and saying, hey, you know, I would like to work with you. I would like to collab with you. And if people don't want to do it, fine, they don't. But just know that God's going to put you in the right place at the right time each and every time. Yeah, and if you will win, if you was meant to win, which everybody's meant to win, because the universe is always working in your favor, and it's always mm-hmm. want you, always, it always is rooting for your highest good. Mm-hmm. 
you're gonna win regardless but it really starts with your mindset your mindset fucked up everything around you gonna be fucked up yeah and and to your point of when you like you like collabing with people mm-hmm. i'm a writer one of one of our sorority sisters now business partner love her to death mm-hmm. she was like you know i really want to start a publishing company mm-hmm. and i'm like you know what why not mm-hmm. and instead of like saying like you know I heard her say it. I'm a. I'm gonna say. Oh yeah, I hear you. I'm like, let's do it. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm a very ambitious person. I got mm-hmm. like you know thirty projects going, but it's just like my multifaceted ideas. It's like yo, that could really work. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. like you know we as like we were saying like investing into black businesses, but black stories. Mm-hmm. We should be telling our own stories. Yeah. We should not be waiting for the for Netflix to pick up a story oh, no. or Hulu to pick up a story. Yeah. No way. Yeah. We have to tell our stories yeah. because the way by which we see the world, nobody can tell. Yeah, exactly. Nobody can tell us how we see this experience. That's why yeah. I love Shonda Rhimes. Yo. Mm. Oh my God, yo. It, it, she's, her ideas, her framework is just amazing mm-hmm. and she literally took over thursday night on abc yeah. like what black woman have we ever seen take over mm-hmm. and she literally centers blackness yeah. around everything that she does with her shows mm-hmm. and i think that is so important she doesn't perpetuate a negative stereotype of black women mm-hmm. it's like literally we can be loved we can be career oriented we can have families we can do it all like we are super women mm-hmm. and i think like you know it's time for us to really start breathing that kind of positivity into all spaces like all the podcast i love listening to podcasts i use i mostly only listen to black um the black podcast but even black people coming up like we're really like in a a space where like we really can always learn from each other Mm -hmm. especially like like jasmine was saying we should not be tearing each other down especially black women we cannot be malice to one another Mm -hmm. like we have to build our like we're in essence we're the backbones of our community Mm -hmm. we are birthing our communities can we really like afford to be nasty to each other we really we cannot not at all and I, if you ain't got nothing nice to say, just shut the fuck up. Yeah, or just find something nice to say. Or find I think something. that's yeah, kind of scary yeah, you where you have something. nothing nice to say. No, about yeah, somebody. I do agree with that. Yeah, find something nice to say. That's a better perspective for sure. Yeah, but you know, shut the fuck up too. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't got the mental capacity to think about something nice for somebody, it's okay to shut up. Yeah, I think it's a form of self hate when we tear down other black women. Yeah, yeah, and we have to. We as have just people don't want to say that. Yeah, we're pro- we're projecting. Mm-hmm. Let's just be honest and, mm-hmm. and and be fruitful in the conversation. Yeah. But you know, on to our next question. Um, I think we've been talking about it the entire time, but what can we do during this time to heal? Yeah, so we previously talked about we just did a live with um Janelle Mason, shout out at the inlet. Yes, NYC, Lord. Yep. okay. Yep. The best personal trainer I've ever seen, yes. ever known, all of that good stuff. So we just did a live, um, and we basically talked about this, but just to give y'all a snapshot, um, things that you can do to heal during this time, because we know this is a very high energy filled time. Um, you can't go on social media without seeing something in reference to the revolution, which is fine, but the revolution can bring different emotions for different people. It can mm-hmm. bring about rage. It can bring about anger. It can bring about hurt, disappointment, um, a feeling of great value or maybe even low value. Um, it could be a lot of different things. Um, so you want to make sure that you're doing everything you can. All of us, we need to make sure we're doing everything that we can to self-care, self-love to the highest degree, higher than we've ever done before. 
Um, so that looks like meditation. I've been meditating every day. Um, for probably, I want to say, the past few days. I mean, mm-hmm. I definitely feel like it's been helping quiet my thoughts. Um, other things are cleansing. So if you're protesting in the streets, if you're protesting from your computer, from your phone, mm-hmm. taking a shower, just cleansing your body, taking time to meditate and do some deep breaths in the shower, taking a great bath with some Epsom salt, some special herbs, some bath bombs that you know that's good for your yoni or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, things like that. Um, other things are carrying crystals when you're walking out into the masses. Me and Paris, we live in a low-key kind of high-key white neighborhood the highest yes so it's very um it's not very comfortable walking around especially during this time um so wearing crystals really helps me so like amethyst um selenite obsidian any crystals that help um invoke protection around you and blocks negativity from you um and invokes light within you Mm -hmm. are very beautiful and beneficial um, other things could be something as simple as praying. Yeah. Really just getting down on your knees and, you know, or praying in a car, praying from your bed, whatever you can or cannot, you know, whatever you can do, um, just make it work for you. But praying is very essential during this time. I think having a relationship with the higher source is very essential in terms of Brianna Taylor just turned 27 mm. a couple of days ago, and I'm 27. So I know to really post things on her birthday really affected me um, to think that, you know, it could have been me. It could have been my best friend. Um, so I think it's definitely very vital for us to prayer works, words work, um, spirit works. So praying for protection, praying for peace, praying for inner peace, all of those things I think are truly beneficial yeah definitely piggyback and definitely the prayer is so essential like it is i know it's hard right now because you there are a lot of things that are happening but connecting with our faith i think you know to really connect with a space that we we really don't see we don't hear like we know it's there i think is so important because you know you have something to live for like yes like even if this this space does continue for x amount of days mm-hmm. i know that god got me mm-hmm. like i know that yeah today i might be tired today i might be exhausted mm-hmm. but maybe god is telling me yo just sit back yes. watch you how to get rest. away with murder yeah 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 seriously and i think like in that sense like Sometimes, you know, our bodies tell us certain things. We didn't talk about it, but, you know, we, we this is our week of veggies. So yes. um, I think just eating, like, healthier, eating cleaner. Yeah. Like, you know, we sometimes we, you know, we do live in food deserts and we have yeah. to go at an extra mile to find these things. Yeah. But it's so critical, especially in this time. Yeah. You know, drinking water. Yeah, like drinking your herbal teas, yeah. things like that, protecting your health. Because the thing is, is that when we're stressed, and we're upset or we're angry or we're depressed, our immunity, our immune system automatically starts getting diminished and starts mm-hmm. hurting a little bit more and becomes more susceptible to dis-ease, yeah. disease, illnesses, imbalances, disharmony, everything else. And the next thing you know, you're sick. Next thing you know, your chest is hurt. Next thing you know, your blood pressure may be going up or something of that nature. So it's definitely wise, like Paris said, to just check in with your body and pay attention to what, what it is that you need comparison is the thief of joy yes lord you are not in a competition with your sister your brother your best friend on you know oh did you go protest today oh girl why you ain't go protest Mm -hmm. it's not about any of that Mm -hmm. 
in my mind, fate is already lined out. In, yep. in my mind, too, the world already in a in a whole uproar. So what we're doing is working. Yeah. And I feel like black people, we're all unified. I may not be out there, but my best friend may be out there. So if my best friend is out there, I'm out there. We're out there. Yeah. And if you're donating, you're out there. Yes. If, if you're sharing and reposting, you're yeah, out there. You're out there. You're signing pensions, you're out there. Yeah. So I think, you know... The, the revolution is multifaceted. Yes. Like, you do not have to be on the front line. Yeah. And, you know, if you're thinking about, you know, COVID is still, we're still in a pandemic. Yes. If you're going home to a person that has a weaker immune system, are you yeah. really fighting for your, you know, for black collective health? Yes. And I, I, would, I would argue no. Yeah. If you're in the space where, you know, your mom or your dad or your grandparents, like, they're yeah. older and their immune is, like, weekend yeah i wouldn't even say let's go out and protest because do you have the capacity to be in a room by yourself like really to quarantine yourself so um you know we do what we do what we can we do what is in our limit and we feel we really should feel like that is enough yeah Yeah. um and i i really want to make sure you know we are solution based Mm -hmm. in in all of our practice even like really chat like just talking with your friends, you know, texting, like reaching out and like, you know, texting people. Like, I I mean, you know, I don't know if we have any white listeners, but, mm-hmm. you know, not putting that burden on black people to to explain mm-hmm. this, like this experience, to mm-hmm. be professional, mm-hmm. to send these emails, mm-hmm. to do all of these things. It's re- we're in a really, really exhaustive mm-hmm. time. And um, that was one of my questions, actually. Like, do you feel like, you know, we should be educating white people? I'll just go ahead and answer. <laughs> I'm not educating no white person. Not in the day, not in this age of technology, not in mm-hmm. this age of information. Right. The right. things that you don't know, mm-hmm. your ignorance is bliss. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're literally doing mm-hmm. this for a reason. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me that you haven't seen a hashtag. Mm-hmm. You cannot tell me that you haven't seen a news. You can't tell me that you have seen and you haven't seen any of these mm-hmm. things. So, you know, to our white listeners, be very, like, be very vigilant about mm-hmm. how you're, you know, taking up space. Mm-hmm. Are you, is your whiteness taking up a space that is for black people mm-hmm. in this moment? Yeah. And I think it's really important. And even non-black people of color, are you, are you, you know, here for this revolution mm-hmm. or are you thinking about other things or are you an ally with us? Mm-hmm. I think it is so very important for us to really think about those things because, you know, even as black people, we're experiencing these things in so many different capacities. Mm-hmm. We don't know. We like we literally if you ask us how we feel at the uprising, you know, it's hard. Mm-hmm. Everybody feels different ways. Yeah. So I do think like, you know, there are different books. I'll give you some books right now. <laughs> Dr. Angela Davis, Auntie Angela Davis, mm-hmm. she she does a, a great, like any of her reads are amazing, but woman, woman, race, and class really talks about the intersectionalities of being, you know, poor, being a woman, being black. Like she does a great job in that book to really, you know, identify like different things. And, you know, post-traumatic slave syndrome, there are so many reads literally on, um, on Apple um, books, like Apple. Apple has audiobooks. Mm-hmm. 
the trending things mm-hmm. are black books. Yeah. So how to like how to be a uh, um anti racist? Mm-hmm. Like literally, there are so many things right now. Mm-hmm. You cannot say you don't. It's know. the same thing on Netflix. I think some of the um they like top or trending mm-hmm. like um, movies right now. I think they had the thirteenth up there. Yep. And some other things. So yeah, the information is definitely there. Not even just for um. Black, um, for non-black people, but for black people, yeah. if you just want to enlighten yourself a little bit more. Roots. Um, yeah, don't you start. <laughs> not the roots. You gotta watch Roots for like eight days straight because that movie about long as hell. And then after that, you can't go outside and talk to nobody unless you live just in a black neighborhood because that movie make you mad. Yeah, and they, my mom they have a used to say that too. all the time when I was young. Oh yeah, <laughs> the remake. I think that's one remake that's actually really good. Good. Yeah, you like, told me that. I, I have I not seen many it. other remakes that yeah. like really depict the same experience. Mm-hmm. But that that was a great one. So this is the time. I mean, if you feel like you want to, I don't know. I've been having a really hankering to see Malcolm X, like the watch the movie. Yeah, <laughs> no, you that you have been talking about yeah, one of I the greatest. Oh yeah, that's another book. Yeah, another yeah, great autobiography. Yeah. Come on, that really, that really was my peak. Yeah, between him and Michelle Obama becoming, I don't know what's my favorite book. Like, but. Those are also things like memoirs. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be an influx of political information. Yeah, too. yeah. You yeah. literally like, I have a challenge going on. I'm reading all black women for this year, yeah. and literally just listening to black voices, mm-hmm. listening to black stories. Like, mm-hmm. you literally are getting an experience. You're you're able to understand. Mm-hmm. Like, so that is a way. So you don't got to keep asking your black yeah, friends. The knowledge like, is out there. Yeah, for sure. I, I definitely agree with that. Um, so, you know, we're just going to transition into our words from the wise today. We are, we really been talking about mm-hmm. it. Shout out to Therapy for Black Girls. That's one of my, my favorite podcasts with Dr. Joy. She really brings people on that really like, they talk to your soul. Um, but it, it says, um, it is important not to diminish the role that you can play in achieving social justice or make yourself feel bad that you can't show up for the marches or you can't do x y and z we literally said exactly mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. like you have to like everybody has a space in this mm-hmm. revolution and it's it may not be on the front the quote-unquote front mm-hmm. line or at the protest but there there are we just gave numerous ways mm-hmm. how you can you know actively participate in this experience mm-hmm. we already blacked out you know we've already done these things but you know, how can you do these things for the rest of your life? I think... Yeah, and that's really what it's about. It's going to be ongoing. Like, I think we're definitely going to make a lot of strides mm-hmm. with this movement, but it, it's really... I just... The one thing that really irks my nerve about going through these situations where, you know, there's pr- police brutality and then, you know, somebody passes and then we're going through a whole up, upheaval, uprise... Is that we say all this stuff, we do all this stuff. And I think it irritates almost everybody. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, people go right back to... Or, like, you know, when Gucci... Like, Gucci did that thing with the... I think mm-hmm. the monkey lips or whatever, yep. the model. Yep. And, like... It's like every time something uh, injustice is done against black people, we be like, oh, we're mad. Blah, blah, blah. And then mm-hmm. two minutes later, we'll just be like, well... We you back know, on We it. right back onto the same old vibration. Mm-hmm. And it's like the stuff with Gucci. It's like you would think, okay, Gucci's dead. Like you cancel forever. Done. You're canceled forever, and that's yes. for everybody. Like no lie, I still don't like H and M. Yeah, I don't think I bought anything from them. Maybe like one time, and I dreaded it. I regretted it so. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, like, but not like I 
don't go in H&M. Mm-hmm. I think the only time I went in is because I was with somebody else. But I do not go into H&M. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's just being, it's very, being very true to the mission, like you said, in a, in a term of like life changes, not yeah. I'm just doing this because right now there's a lot of injustices going on. No, the United States of America has been doing injustices for centuries at this point and no. we're all tired. I'm tired. So we just have to make this commitment to ourselves that we're going to stay loyal mm-hmm. to the black dollar, stay loyal to the black people and not go back into the dependency that corporate America, white companies make us feel on their brands because yeah. we don't need them. Yeah. And I think that's one thing like, you know, I have many reasons why I'm drawn to Jasmine, but I think we're in a collective fight. Like you, that's you as a, a black birth worker, you know, working in black spaces, working with black moms, like, and then me really wanting to like be a professor and work with black students. Mm-hmm. I think we're in a collective experience. And I think like, you know, collective consciousness, like, you know, I think it's even healing in this moment to really look at your your surroundings, mm-hmm. look at your friends, mm-hmm. look at your partner, look mm-hmm. or partners, like mm-hmm. looking at like pe- the people around you and not to judge them, just to say like, yo, are we on the same wavelength? Hmm. That's, that's, that's next time. Podcast, that's right. next time. That's another episode I need. Yeah. That wavelength. Yo, that's a whole different type of vibe. Are we Sheesh. are we both in this conscious fight for black liberation? Mm-hmm. And I think like like I said, like that's real that really is a large part why I'm drawn to Jasmine. Like we could have these conversations on the pod, off the pod. We having mm-hmm. these conversations when we wake up. Mm-hmm. Like we we're having we Yeah, we're having these constant conversations because we're really dedicated to this experience. And I think you know, as we start to think, like, you know, we're healing hashtags, but, like, healing is in black love. Like, yeah. so when we start to perpetuate these things, you know, does our partner, you know, reflect black love? Yeah. Are our children going to reflect black love? Yeah. And I don't think there's anything wrong with saying, you know, we're keeping it in this community. Yeah. All communities do it. Yeah. So, yeah. and we're really one They of, may not say it out loud, but yeah. they do it. And yeah, it's visibly seen. Right, yeah. right. But I don't like how they be getting so, why you, you got to be with a black person? Exactly. Why you, get, yeah. why you say that? Like, shut I said up. what I said, and I, and I meant it. Yeah. And I'm standing on it. That is so annoying to me. Like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. Like, why why can't I be, like, why can't I say I want to have a black wife, black children? Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with that experience. And when our family structures have been so dismantled from the beginning, Mm. even to the point to where we were having mixed children Mm -hmm. come into our family because slave masters were taking advantage of our women, Mm -hmm. were breaking up, you know, quote unquote marriages because even though they weren't legally yeah, married, they yeah. would be married on the on the fields and everything. But to have a, a man come in between your marriage, yeah. abuse your wife in front of you, mm-hmm. impregnate her. She's forced to carry this seed. Mm-hmm. And I have to be the one and the man has to be the one to see that. It's like they don't even take time to think. You know, damn, after all that type of trauma, I would, you know, I can understand why they would want to be so connected. I would understand Mm -hmm. why they want to be so unified and do everything they can to uplift themselves up. But it's cool. Like I was telling my friend earlier, it ain't meant to be understood, damn it. You just hear it and respect it. And if you can't do that, well, fuck it then. It don't matter. I'm still going to do it. (laughs) And I think that that in itself is like, we're not saying that like, 
we're not we're not like saying oh we don't like this or yeah. y'all can't do or is that. anything wrong with it's it not. because it's a free country you yeah. can do what you want exactly but it's just like respect people for their decisions why i feel like that's a form of self-love in a yes. way if i want to be with a black person mm-hmm. i want to have black babies mm-hmm. that's a form of me celebrating myself celebrating my heritage yeah. and my culture what yeah. Little we have of it because a lot of it been self made over yep. these years because a lot of things got taken away from it. So, but it's okay. All the gems, all the gems, yeah, all the gems. So love your black life. Yes. Love your black partner. Yeah. Love your black sisters, your yes. black brothers. Yeah. Tell somebody your black friends. Yes. Tell yeah. somebody you love them today. Yes. Yes. That's important and vital, especially during this time. If somebody comes across your mind, always contact them. Always. Just say, hey, I love you. Even if you don't feel like talking, I just wanted to send love your way. I yeah. just want to send positive vibrations your way. I hope everything's okay. Because I understand sometimes I won't got the strength to be talking to people. Because mm-hmm. I get like that sometimes. Exactly. But it's, a, it's important to share love during this time as much as you can. That's that's your protesting. Yeah. Black people don't give themselves enough credit. Mm-hmm. And we don't value ourselves enough at all. Yeah. So even you just sending that, that's a, a act of revolution. Yeah. Oh, 353. That's a good time to end. <laughs> yeah. So we we love you all. Thanks for listening. We back and we better every week with it. Come on. Come back. <laughs> we love you. And let us know if you have topics that you want to hear about later. Perfect. Peace.